Good morning. The government is considering new laws to tackle online extremism in the wake of Queensland's deadly police ambush. Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill has told Parliament online radicalisation will likely form part of the explanation as to why the police officers were set upon. It follows revelations gunman Gareth Train had been active on conspiracy websites for years. A funeral service will be held for slain constables Rachel McCrow and Matthew Matthew Arnold on Wednesday in Brisbane. Victoria's fire service has been forced to take its computer dispatch system offline following a cyber attack on its IT systems. Crews will still be able to respond to fires and other emergencies, but they've had to shut down several internal systems as a precaution. There's been no impact on, the, on response. Um, if the Victorian community called Triple O, a fire truck is still dispatched, the same way it always has been. Obviously we're doing that in a more manual way, but it doesn't have any impact on response times or community safety. The service is expected to be run manually for up to four days. Australian households doing it tough are in for some relief with the government's controversial energy bill passing Parliament. Let's go live now to political reporter Rachel Baxter in Canberra. Good morning, Rachel. When can we expect to see power bills go down? Good morning to you, Jody. Well, we should start seeing the difference around mid-next year. Now, bills will still go up, but by $230 less, that's the figure the government is touting. And there's also millions of dollars worth of discounts which will flow through to vulnerable Australians and small businesses. The Coalition was pretty vocal about the risks of slapping gas price caps on the industry and how that might impact future supply. And Labor's relationship with the gas industry has also hit a new low over this. In fact, the boss of Santos has come out this morning saying these price caps might trigger blackouts and increase gas bills by $174 a year. Now, it's important to remember these measures are just for 12 months, so this is a short-term fix. The long-term solution will lower global prices would be the ultimate silver bullet here, but the government says while ever the war in Ukraine is raging on, that won't be an option, and moving towards renewables will be the focus next year, as well as a plan to provide households with money to switch from gas to electricity and that Jody will be delivered in next year's budget. Okay, Rachel Baxter in Canberra, thank you. South Australia's flooding emergency has marked an ominous milestone with River Murray floodwaters now at the same height as the 1931 disaster. Hundreds of residents are preparing to leave low-lying areas in the Murray lands with fears locals could become trapped by rising waters. We anticipate over the next uh, two to three days that we'll see significant rises in the river where we'll have flooding into properties. 1,100 homes have already been inundated, with that number expected to soar to 4,000 within a fortnight. Tributes and memorials will today continue across Tasmania and the rest of the country, one year on from one of the state's darkest days. Grieving family members laid flowers and shared special tributes at a special one-year commemoration of the Hillcrest Primary School Jumping Castle tragedy. Six children were killed when the Jumping Castle they were in was hurled 10 metres into the air by a freak gust of wind. Two people have been arrested and another two are on the run after a joyride in a stolen Jeep ended with the ramming of a police car in Sydney's west. It was about eight cop cars. They just had heaps driving around um, just the block. The vehicle then mounted the kerb and crashed into the side of a pub. A man and a woman will face court today. Detectives are on the hunt for a driver and another passenger. 
School leavers in Queensland will today become the latest to learn their final exam results. Year 12 graduates who have completed their QCE will be able to receive their subject results and senior education profiles from 9am Queensland time. Students will be able to access the scores via the MyQCE website. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex have taken aim at the royal family, revealing shocking details about their exit from the firm. The latest bombshells come in the final episode of their documentary series released on Netflix. They promised to tell all and they didn't hold back. The lies, that's one thing. Kind of get used to that when you live within this family. Harry and Meghan laying it all on the line. But what they were doing to her and the effect that it was having on her like enough. The most shocking revelation, the slanging match at Sandringham. What was said when Harry wanted out of the royal family. It was terrifying to have my brother um, scream and shout at me and my father say things that just simply weren't true and, and my grandmother, you know, quietly sit there and, and sort of take it all in. For the Sussexes, this was about setting the record straight, giving viewers an insight into how the firm operates. You know, there's leaking, but there's also planting of stories. So if the comms team want to be able to remove a negative story about their principle, they will trade and give you something about someone else's principle. And this latest salvo from the Sussexes didn't miss. To see my brother's office copy the very same thing that we promised the two of us would never ever do, that was heartbreaking. The unrelenting attacks from the press and social media trolls clearly taking a toll. When you see it and you go, you are making people want to kill me. It's not just a tabloid. It's not just some story. You are making me scared. Harry taking aim at the backlash following Archie's birth. The amount of abuse that we got, especially you, but both of us, yeah. for not wanting to serve our child up on a silver platter was incredible. Blaming the mail on Sunday for Meghan's miscarriage. Now, do we absolutely know that the miscarriage was caused by that? Of course we don't. But bearing in mind the stress that that caused, the lack of sleep and the timing of the, preg the, timing of the pregnancy, how many weeks in she was, I can say from what I saw, that miscarriage was created by what they were trying to do to her. Oh the series though ended on a lighter note. Images of the Sussex family enjoying their new life in California, including never before video of a newborn Lilibet. There's times when I've been angry, but I can't be that angry because I genuinely feel that I and we are exactly where we're supposed to be. Long before you came, so which way is the wind blowing? We've made it to the other side. In the United States, David Woywood, 7 News. A quick check of sport now. Usman Khawaja says there's no one close to being good enough to replace David Warner as his opening partner. Warner's test future is under heavy scrutiny after three lean years. Now he faces three tests against a South African pace attack boasting serious firepower. I've seen what's around. We've got some really good cricketers coming up, but we don't have any David Warners. A few games here doesn't really make a difference for me. I mean, if you had the choice of picking David Warner or somewhere else, I'd be picking David Warner every day of the week. The first test at the Gabba starts tomorrow, live on Seven. The Brisbane Heat needed something special to get Melbourne Renegades captain Nick Maddinson out in last night's Big Bash opener in Cairns. Instead, they may have got something supernatural. Oh, hang on. It's not him. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. It's not him. 
it's got nothing to no. do with him. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Maddinson didn't trot on his wickets and was called back by the umpires, going on to hit a career-best 87 in the Gades 7 for 166. West Indian debutant Akil Hossain starred with the ball, taking three Brisbane wickets as Melbourne started their season with a 22-run win. Checking Friday's weather now, a shower or two for Brisbane today, heading for a top of 26 degrees. A possible shower, 22 the top in Sydney. Partly cloudy heading for 20 in Canberra. Partly cloudy 20 as well in Melbourne. Hobart, a shower or two heading for 16 degrees. Mostly sunny and 24 in Adelaide. Sunny with a top of per 30 in Perth. And a possible storm in Darwin heading for 33.